All right. Welcome back to the Kumi Sheree podcast. I am Kish Kumi Price. I am Dina Sheree. And we're back with part two of Arise Beloved, The Best Mm -hmm. is Yet to Come. So we really, really hope that you have already checked out part one um, before you start in on part two with us. Really, really recommend that because this is a step-by-step process that we're um, walking through from this passage in Isaiah, um, Isaiah 43, verses 18 through 19. And so last episode, we were able to cover the first three steps to walking out your journey to your best. And those first three steps were to listen, to listen to what the Lord has to say um, to you, to forgive and to expect, to expect God's best. And, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like after I listened back to the podcast, we didn't really get to dive too deeply into the expect piece. Um, but so I want to maybe pick up there. Dina, did you have any lingering thoughts about um, that particular step? Watching yeah, for the you, new thing? You know what? Um, I do, but I think I'm going to read the scripture just so that it's fresh. Yes, in, that in would your be hearing, great. So that you can kind of understand why we're pulling what we're pulling out of it right these these steps let's just read it really quickly okay but the lord says do not cling to the events of the past or dwell on what happened long ago watch for the new thing i am doing i'm excuse me i am going to do is happening already you can see it now i will make a road through the wilderness and give you streams of water there Mm -hmm. right so First one was listen, right? But the Lord says, right? Listen to what he's saying. Mm -hmm. Do not cling to the past. We talked about forgiving, right? Not holding on to, you know, the past issues, pains. And sometimes, you know, it's, it's don't hold on to past success, right? Because sometimes feel they keep, people keep tapping back into, you know, I did this, I did that. And it's like, well, okay, but he's still doing a new thing. That was Mm -hmm. great. Well, mm-hmm. he's taking you to, to another great. He's taking you from glory to glory. So yes. forgive. And then watch for the new thing. Expect it, right? Mm-hmm. Anticipate it, mm-hmm. right? So I remember, okay, so this is kind of what comes to my mind when I think about that. Um, I work for local government for many years. And I remember when I did my initial interview, this was my statement and I didn't even know what I said, right? Like this was, I was really a baby in Christ. And I said to the hiring manager at the time, I said, um, don't expect me to stay in this position very long, which is really counterculture <laughs> what mm-hmm. you say to a hiring right. manager, right? Because the whole thing is that they're going to pour all these resources and this time into training you. And then if you're saying you out of here, they're like, wait a minute, why are we even doing this? Right. But I said that because I felt like that's what I, I feel like this is what's going to happen while I'm here. So I said, don't expect me to stay in this position very long because I have desire to move and be promoted and learn. Right. So just kind of know that about me. Right. Didn't really know what I was saying when I said it, but sure enough, because I made that declaration, Right. Because I expected that to happen. That is what happened. So about every two and a half, three years, I was promoted into another position. Right. And so it got to a point where uh, my boss at the time, 
she would come into my office or my cubicle, right? We had cubicles. And I had two cubicles put together, so we called it a double wide. I know, I'm country. Anyways, um, she would come in, and if I had taken down my pictures, if I had started to box away my personal effects, she would be like, where are you going? And I would mostly say, I don't know. I just know what's going to happen. I know I'm getting ready to move. I know I'm getting, something's about to change. I just felt it and I anticipated it. And so for me, it was that kind of prophetic act of, I, I perceive that something new is about to happen. It has been declared. I'm preparing. And, and here are the boxes as proof that when you say, go God, I ain't got to put nothing in a box. It is ready. And I prop, like literally I was there for, I don't know, 12 or 13 years or so. That's literally what happened. Like shortly yeah. after the boxes were packed, a position opened up, I shifted, I moved. And, um, and honestly, I, I kind of do that, you know, in other like jobs since then, you know, where <laughs> I've gone to a job and I bought a box, but I didn't unpack the box because I felt like I'm here, but I don't know if I'm really staying. Right. And I never really unpacked my things. And sure enough, I wasn't there very long and I packed up. So I feel like there's that thing of declaring that God is going to do a new thing, that something is going to happen and just being prepared for it. Like, I'm ready. Yeah, absolutely. And so that, you know, actually you hit on the next step too. So we, you know, in breaking down this scripture, we saw that God said to listen, to forgive, to expect, and then to declare. If you truly expect it, then your mouth should be able to affirm your expectation, right? Right. Um, is is out of the abundance of the heart, the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. So That's what right. do you truly believe? And so sometimes I think we don't give enough attention to the declaration. Mm-hmm. Um, it really is our way of ensuring that things happen here on earth. And God gave us a great example in understanding that, right? Because the world was created by his words, what he spoke. And as his ambassadors, he's calling for us to do those same things. So we should be speaking, not just over our lives, over our, you know, family members, friends, enemies, situations. That's where we have our power. It's in the, in our mouths. Right. And when yeah. we talk about the um, death and life is in the power of the tongue, it's what you're saying, what you're speaking, what what you are declaring. So that's a very right. important piece where we really wanted to dive into all of this because we were saying when you hear the best is yet to come, sometimes you think, OK, and let's see if that happens. You know, like, let's let's just wait to see if God is actually going to do that, especially if you're somebody who feels like God has been like just punching you left and right. And like, he's mad at you, right? Like, how can I expect the best when this has been, you know, what I've received so far, right? But it really is saying that we have a part to play in all of this. It isn't just sit back and wait on God. He's waiting on us. And these are things that we need to be proactively doing in order to ensure that it happens. So don't take any of this lightly as if it's just, you know, you just read it and like, yeah, watch for the new thing. What, Like, no, you're, he's actually saying, I need you to listen. I need you to pay attention to me and what I'm saying. 
That means I need you to be studying my word. I need you to be listening for my voice, right? When I'm speaking to you, those small things that he's saying that really move the needle in a big way, being attentive to that. I really need you to forgive. That's not, that's not a choice. Like you do have a choice, but if you want to expect the best, it's not a choice. Like the choice is clear. Like this is what you have to do, forgive. And then that expectation and declaration is just, that's what starts to enact all of the things that you're believing God for, because you are lining up with what he's saying. So you, you've done a shift from looking backward, right? We talked about that. You're not focused on what's behind you. You're focused on what God has for you moving forward and in alignment with that. And so our next element after listening, forgiving, expecting, and declaring is to know. It says, um, you can see it now, right? That's the next piece of that passage. (laughs) I'm trying to peer into my notes here, but yeah, it's, you can see it now. And that's a knowledge that is a knowing. And, um, what do you think about when you hear that, Dana, the, the knowing? Yeah. I, so I just like, I love it because right. Like a couple of things roll through my mind. Right. So we're talking about expecting, declaring, knowing. And so I got to thinking about this word. It's not time sensitive. Mm. Right. 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 It's not time sensitive. Right. Yeah. He, he didn't say from years, this point to this point in your life, this is what's active. Right. Right. This is a forever thing. So, mm. so as much, okay. So oh, I didn't get excited. I'm trying <laughs> to get my, get my thoughts and my mind and everything to, to line up. So I heard this uh, a couple months ago from, um, Prophet Tiffany Montgomery, she said, a new season is proclaimed. Mm. It's spoken. Yes. Yeah. Right. So then I heard, can I like, so that bubble back up in my mind, like, okay, it's proclaimed because we're talking about expecting, declaring, knowing. And then right. my th- mind said, this word is not time sensitive. Mm. So I feel like as often as you're willing to listen, not cling and forgive expect yes. and declare and know as often as you're willing to do that you mm-hmm. can expect to have a new season hallelujah Ooh, yes yeah is that not good yes like that is yes. good news because it's not yes. time sensitive and we right. think that we've got to go through a valley and then through a mountain and our lives do that right right what right if we we are in this valley 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 for so long because we did not listen we did not forgive we right. did not expect right, right? we did not right. declare right yes yeah, yes like yeah this thing happened because life goes up and down but you didn't have to stay there that long exactly exactly you were meant to, you were meant to that was supposed to be like a like a trampoline you were supposed to hit that and bounce back up right yes did you there why did you stay there right and so mm. i feel like that's what just kind of dropped right knowing that this word is is not time sensitive yeah. Knowing that yeah. as you are willing to trust God, to to listen to him and do all these things, he's like, I'm doing a new thing because we're supposed yes. to be transforming our minds on a daily basis anyways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what he said we're supposed to do. Right. right. So- and then who you are changes. Right. Because let's say your circumstances do not change. Let's just yeah. say that that hasn't happened yet. Like you're actually still in the wilderness. You haven't yet gotten to the place where you're like, oh, and this is the promise, right? I'm in the promised land now. You still can change 
who you are and how you move and how you feel while you're in the wilderness based on this expectation, this declaration and this knowing. Right. Right. Because you've done the work of listening and forgiving. So that that's huge. It really is. And I feel like it is. And I feel like, you know, you can like you said, you can still be in the wilderness, but you can still know. Mm-hmm. that God is doing a new thing in your life, right? Because right, and that you're like, not going to stay in the wilderness. Yeah. That you're not going to stay in the wilderness. I feel like, you know, I just have to remind myself sometimes that fact is different from the truth. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's different. The fact is you are in the valley, mm-hmm. right? But the truth is you're coming out. Right. The fact wants you to continue. The fact sometimes are surrounding you, right? Like I don't have the money. This is this is all the things. And it makes mm-hmm. you want to believe that that's the truth of your circumstance. Right. Right. And it's not the truth of your circumstance. Right. Yeah. This is yeah. the fact that this is happening. Right. Yes. But God has so many promises for you that some things are some things are just about timing. Right. Like, mm-hmm. you, you know, mm-hmm. you've got to go through this or whatever. Or, you know, like when when Daniel was praying. Right. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. God heard him. The angel came and said, listen, God heard you and sent me. Immediately. Right. Like the right. help was on the way. We got, I got, we got hung up. I got hung up. The Prince of Persia who was doing the mm-hmm, thing. I couldn't mm-hmm. get to you. Right. And right. so, and so some things are just what they are, but we yes. do have the ability to, to know that even though we're in a particular situation, may not be mm-hmm. the best moment of our lives, may not be the best month. Some people declare it ain't been the best year, mm-hmm. even though those things happen, we can still know that God has better for us and the best is, is yet really to come. Like it's on the way. Yes, absolutely. And you know, as um, when you said that, uh, the, the difference between fact and truth was just thinking about like all of the miracles that Jesus performed, right? Uh-huh. And he says greater works that we should do. Right. But when you think about how, you know, the feeding the 5,000 and feeding, you know, like with five fish and two loaves of bread. And that's, that right. was the fact that they only had that. Right. But when it's, when you put these facts in the hands of the master, right. It's a completely different situation. And that's literally what God is asking us to do is to right. line up with who he is, who we know him to be, the power right. that he's given us through the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit residing in us so that we can be in this new space instead of us yeah. being, we, you know, we shouldn't be living like everybody else. We can have the same exact circumstances, but we shouldn't be griping, complaining, grumbling because right. we know who God is. We know who he's right. made us to be. And I, I think it's a good time to talk about the times that we're in as well, because it's it's bad and we'll get worse. And he's told us not to be worried, not to fear what's to come. Right. And although everything that you see will say fear, 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 worry, worry, worry. He's saying, no, I've given you the privilege of knowing that this is going to happen. You may not know exactly what it's going to look like, but I've given you a lot of details about what it will look like. And I've also told you in this, I'm with you. So you have peace. You don't have to go running around looking crazy like everybody else screaming about what your situation is. So that's the peace that we have. And, you know, it leads us into our next step, which is 
he will make a road through the wilderness. Yeah. So our step is remember that he will guide you. Like remember that he's with you. Remember that he'll guide you. That's, yeah. a, that's a promise. What I feel like is really important there is that it says um, through the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Right. Because <laughs> you're, you're still in it. You're still yeah. having to deal with the thing. But he's made a road through it. Right. Mm-hmm. So that means mm-hmm. there is a path. There is a direction. You know, like if when you're tapped into God, right, mm-hmm. you're, you don't have to be wandering around, right? Because he right. said, I'm creating a path. I'm your compass. I'm your GPS, mm-hmm. right? Because yes. when you're in the wilderness, I remember I was in ROTC when I was in high school. And um, one of the things that we would do at some point in the year, I think it was like springtime, was like we had learned how to read a compass. And to prove mm-hmm. that we had learned how to read a compass, we would go to Air Force Park, I think it is, and they would drop us off. And we had some coordinates and we had to figure that thing back out to get out of there, right? And so, you know, know, there's woods and stuff like that and you're hiking and all this stuff. Listen, I I can't remember if I was on the winning team. I probably wasn't. I I wasn't on the last team, but I might have been. You know what I'm saying? Like, because like, I, I wasn't really clear on how to read a compass, right? And it was hot, we was in all these fatigues and things. And you know what I mean? Like, it's all of this. Didn't really know yeah. how to do it, right? But that's not what God does for us. God mm-hmm. says, I'm creating a path for you. And while you might see trees and wilderness on your left or your right, or maybe it looks like it's dead dead ahead of you, right? When you get to that point, you see the road curves. Mm-hmm. And I'm guiding you through that. And so definitely during these times, wherever, you know, you know, I feel like we would be remiss to not, like you said, mention the end times, right? Like mm-hmm. we are certainly seeing some things, you guys. And the one thing I just feel in my spirit just to say is that, you know, many of us are not comfortable reading. And this is kind of just a little off, but mm-hmm. we're not comfortable with reading the book of Revelation, right? Mm-hmm. Because we don't understand it and we don't really get it. And it's, is this symbolic or is this real? And, you know, and you and, and then also sometimes for people, it can be scary, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the truth of the matter is it doesn't absolve you and it doesn't, you avoiding it doesn't mean that it's not happening mm-hmm. and you would do better to give yourself to reading it and to studying it and to praying and asking Holy Spirit to help you with understanding and connecting with those you can trust who are godly, who can guide you and kind of help you through that. Because the truth of the matter is you know, God doesn't want us to fear because he is preparing a way through the wilderness. For Mm -hmm. many of us, this might be our wilderness, right? Right. And he's prepared a path. Um, But you can be more aware than what you are, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I'm just going to challenge you with that. If that's where you find yourself and and it's been gnawing at you, like, you know, you need to, you know, you need to get tapped in. Mm-hmm. I, this is your sign to get tapped in. This, is, this right. is your sign to get tapped in because you certainly don't want to be in a position where you have the opportunity to mm-hmm. and you chose differently. Right? right. And so this is, please don't receive this as any type of form of condemnation or me saying, ah, ah, ah. this is not that. This is mm-hmm. not that. But this is mm-hmm. me encouraging you mm-hmm. to be fully aware of, of what's happening in the world that we live in. Mm-hmm. And, and and truly knowing the promise that we have in the midst of it all, mm-hmm. it really it really is going to reveal to you what God has is is planned for us, 
and why we don't have to fear and why we have a source. So I just wanted to tap into that just a little bit. No, it's so good. And it's, it's actually part of the, you know, peace that he said that we are entitled to, that he's gifted us with. And um, it's interesting because the, uh, if you follow you versions verse of the day, I believe it was yesterday or day before um, the verse was from Colossians 3.15. And I was so really um, impacted by this particular verse in the translation through the amplified um, version here. But it says, let the peace of Christ, the Mm -hmm. inner calm of one who walks daily with him, be the controlling factor in your hearts, deciding and settling questions that arise. To this peace, indeed, you were called as members in one body of believers and be thankful to God always. And the reason why I, you know, really loved hearing that, (laughs) especially that day, is just that inner calm, right? Like it's not saying that you, you, you may not be in a chaotic situation and chaos may not be like all around you, but it's saying that because you have Christ, because you walk with him, you have that inner peace, that inner calm to be able to move through that and not be phased by it in the ways that you could be right. You're aware, but you have a different way of moving. And that's what God is welcoming us to. Um, and our daily walks, right? Like this is just a daily gift that he's giving us. And um, it actually brings us to our last point, which is within this passage is that he will give you streams of water there, where there in the wilderness is what he said, right? So that next step is to trust that he will provide that it may not look like what you think it would look like. Like if I'm in the wilderness walking, I'd like to have the water in my hand You know what I mean? Like, know that it's with me, know that I can refill whenever I want to. But it's literally saying provision is there. It may not look like what you want it to look like at the time. But while you're in that wilderness, he's providing even there. Right. That's one thing that the Israelites could not say. They couldn't say God didn't provide for us. God didn't take us from this horrible situation and try to move us into a promised land and didn't provide for what we needed to get from point A to point B. He will do that. He will do that. And it may not look like what you expect, but he's providing. And um, I was sharing an example when we were just kind of talking about that first part one of this and uh, in between part one, part two, (laughs) um, I just had this thought about a recent trip my son and I took to the Creative Discovery Museum in Chattanooga, Tennessee. They have this water table or water exhibit where there's a waterfall and there's water just constantly coming down. And um, my son was, you know, playing with the different uh, pieces, you know, they have boats and things that you could kind of guide through the streams. And one of the ways to help them to understand current and the streams, they had the little blockades where you could, you know, put it down and kind of stop the water. And then if you pick it up, the flow continues. And Dina and I were talking and I was just like, that is so reminiscent, like just seeing that and then hearing like these steps that God's guiding us through to expect the best is that when we have that 
opportunity to pull up a block. That's pulling up like forgiveness. That's we're pulling up a block when we're pulling up the block from listening to God. Like if you've said, you know what, I'm just going to do it my way or I'm going to listen to my, my mom or my friends or whatever. When you pull up that block, the flow goes. When you pull up that block of unforgiveness, the flow goes, right? When you pull up the block of expect expectation, like what are you expecting? Are you constantly expecting bad things to happen? Like, have you gotten accustomed to just like, this is my life, this is what happens? Or are you expecting God's best? Are you going to yeah. pull up the block of uh, what you're declaring, what you're saying out of your mouth? You're expecting, you're expecting one thing. You hear the preacher, the pastor say something, and you're shouting in church and excited about it. But then you you're talking to a friend and you're like, you know, this always happens to me. I don't know. And your mouth is not aligning with what you're expecting. We got to pull up these blocks. We have to do that. Yeah. So yeah. And I just love how it says streams. It's plural. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. plural. And I think a lot of us live in a world of waiting for the other shoe to drop. Right. There's waiting. Right. It's like, you know, or you, you get really, really nervous when things are going well, because you like at any moment, this is going <laughs> to go off the rails. You know what I mean? Like, right, so right. you can't even fully be in the moment because you're uh-huh. too busy thinking about what next bad thing or traumatic thing is going to happen. And hey. so we have to be mindful, right? That even in our wilderness situation, right? And, and trust that God is going to provide streams. And then also, mm-hmm. like you said, it, it doesn't, it will not, let's just say that it will not look like how you want to look. Yeah. Some of y'all are persnickety. <laughs> I'm also persnickety. And I'm like, Lord, I want my water tepid with a little <laughs> squeeze of lemon. I want my stream, right? I can't have my stream the way yes. I want my stream. You know yes. what I mean? I'm like, Lord, I want my stream flowing from the east. And he's like, the stream is coming from the West, right? And I'm too busy over here crying. Yes, and, yes. <laughs> I'm thirsty, I'm thirsty. And he's like, girl, if you just look this way. That's exactly. Right? And yes. so you guys, we got to, we got to yes. get, stop blocking ourselves, right? Yes. And, yes. and trying to make God do what we want him to do and provide in the way that we're comfortable in. Because mm-hmm. some of the streams are going to come from from you asking or for you being transparent about your, your situation, mm-hmm. right? Like nobody knows you over at the house struggling. No one knows that you don't have any food in your refrigerator. No one knows you don't have any gas in your car. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No mm-hmm. one knows, right? Mm-hmm. But, but there's, there, but, but God's like, but I have streams. I have That's streams it. for you, right? And if you were listening, connecting, praying to me, I would show you where those streams are. Right. And sometimes he's shown us the stream and we still too prideful. That's it. To reach out. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had a mm-hmm. situation. I told Kish, I was like, Kish, these brakes on this, this car, <laughs> this, ain't, this ain't good. Right. <laughs> this, sound, right. this sound is not a good sound. And I don't have the resources. Right. Like when you think about resources, like when you think about car issues, you're like, uh, where's that going to come from? Cause I'm, I'm, trying to just go ahead and pay the lg and bill, right? And so um, I had been petitioning God and I had said, God, I trust you to continue to keep me and my daughter safe. 
because I'm taking her to school. Now I'm not going and doing a whole lot of things. And so I'm, I am trusting that you, and I'm not, that also mean I ain't driving crazy, right? I'm not creating avenues for things to get worse, but I do have to drive, right? And so I just trusted him. And then I was praying and I had been in a fasting step, you know, at that time. And God said, go ask this person. And I was like, but God, I don't, yeah. I'm not, uh, what? Right. Cause that's not a known stream for me. That's not a known mm-hmm. resource really for me. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, how is that going to work? Cause I'm also not used to asking people. Right. So that's something that God's working on me is like, I'm like, I'm meant for you all to live in community. I'm right. meant for you all to help one another as believers. Yes. Right. Yes. And so he told me on a Monday to do it on a Monday. And I was like, I don't know, Lord, I'm going to be honest. I, I did the thing on Wednesday, right? So any type right. of, uh, even delay in what God tells you to do is disobedience. So I'm just confessing. I was disobedient. He told me to, to go, go do this on a Monday. I didn't do it till Wednesday. And he could have been like, yeah. you know what? Well, you missed your window. You missed, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But he didn't, he didn't. Thank you, Jesus. Right. And when I went, when I went and asked, it was immediate. It wasn't like, well, let me see. Let me, I don't know if I can. It was immediate. Yes. It was immediate. Yeah. You all it yeah. was immediate. And so also when you are trusting that he's going to provide, please be open and please be, be allow him to, to provide that stream wherever he sees fit, wherever he sees fit and be willing to, to go there and experience it. And, and you'll find that you will be in, in a much better position because, because God's like, I can do anything. I'm the God that makes donkeys talk. <laughs> I am that he guy. Is. I am he the is. God that puts rams in bushes, right? I am, the, I am the God that makes water come from rocks. That, that's me, <laughs> right? So that what do you mean I can't, I can't move on the heart of somebody to give you $50? What do you mean I can't move on the heart of somebody to go do mm-hmm. this for you? What do you mean? I, of course I can mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. None of those things, if we think about you all, honestly, if we think about what challenges us, most of the stuff is probably relative to money. And I'm not saying illness. I'm not saying that stuff. But I'm, what, what I'm saying is a lot of the stuff that we petition God for are very easy things, mm-hmm. right? He is much more concerned about our character, mm-hmm. our integrity, our love, our joy, how we're loving one another, how we're loving one another, right? We think about what he wants us to do. Love your God. Mm-hmm. off top right mm-hmm. what you do after that love people love god love people and so when you think about what you're challenged with even in illness you guys god god can do anything mm-hmm. right but there's something else that's that's happening in those moments that he wants you to get right he wants you to be able to to experience it receive it and then share right yes. i mean i was transparent just because a lot of us are that way i'm not the mm-hmm. only one Mm-hmm. Who was like, oh, I don't know, Lord. I just, especially if you're the and strong especially friend. Especially if you're, yes, if you're the strong friend or you're the giver, you know, you're the one yeah. who's typically helping other people. It is difficult to ask for help because it's, yeah. it's a pride thing, right? You gotta, kind of got to let your guards down. And also it, it's a lesson because you start to realize, like I never knew when I would ask, um, offer people things like, you know, where people would, I don't know, I'm okay. Or I don't want it or I don't need and I would feel like, why not? You know, but it it's a thing right. where a lot of times people are not 
comfortable receiving because they've had experiences where people feel like they, now you owe me something. Like I didn't give this to you with no strings attached. Right. And so I love that you said living in community, like God called us to live in community. And when he says to love him and to love our neighbors as we love ourselves, that means that we have to know how to love ourselves well. And that's part of what this whole breaking down this passage and expecting God's best is about, because we can't expect his best if we don't know how to love him and love ourselves. We, we won't be able to love anybody else. That's the mm-hmm. reality of the situation. And so um, I'm excited because I know that if we walk out these steps, we're yeah. going to hear praise reports. We're going to hear testimonies of how things have changed in our lives. And so we're excited to be on this journey with you, right? Yep. This, is, this isn't like, Absolutely. oh, and we, you know, we've done this and we know how, yeah. There's and, no and, professional saints over here. Exactly. In certain <laughs> spaces we have, right? We have some victories to share, but this is a daily thing. And so as we walk this out, as we walk out these steps, we'd love for you to share your journey with us. Um, Of course, comment, um, subscribe, like, share, (laughs) join us on our Facebook uh, page if you would like to share comments with us there. Um, But thank you for joining us. We are wrapping up this episode and really would love for you to share with somebody if this has been a blessing to you, both parts, right? Let them get both, both doses. And um, we'll just go ahead and pray out. Uh, do you feel led to pray today, Dina? You want me to take it or? Listen, it does not matter. You you want to go today? I can go today. We, it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. Lord God, we are so grateful for your amazing love. We're so grateful yeah. that you are always with us, Lord, that you are asking us to trust you in all things, in all seasons, every day in everything that we encounter. And we just praise you and thank you for being so present that you are always guiding us, that you're always showing us what we need to do, Lord God, that you give us constant peace and it's there for the taking if we want to, to receive it. And we do, and we do, Lord. And so we ask that everybody who's saying, hey, I believe, but help my unbelief, Lord God, help our unbelief. Help us to get to a space where we are truly trusting you, that we remove all the blocks that are in our hearts that are keeping us from your best. We just thank you right now, Lord God, for the praise reports that will come from people really walking out your word, what you've told us to do. And we just expect the best because that's who you are. Thank you for being a a wonderful father. Um, And we, we just praise you and thank you for our hearts being open to blessing others the way that you have us to bless. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Let's see. All right. Have a great, great day. Yes, yes.